Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one best-selling book, The Code Breaker. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Then call my office at 662-844-1414 and order my new book, The Code Breaker. into the Wednesday edition, a bit of an abbreviated one uh, of the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Always glad you're with me. Just going to quickly react uh, to the outcome of the basketball game last night for Ole Miss. Dominating, flat out dominating Mississippi State in Starkville last night. Very important win for a program that's been struggling lately. Fan base has kind of reached the point of apathy. People are checking out. Teams not playing well. And they get a very important and nice win last night over a Mississippi State team that um, could have been playing their way into the tournament, now really going to be on the outside looking in. Uh, Not a bad Mississippi State team that Ole Miss got the win over. Uh, So we'll react to that. Of course, the show brought to you by LB's just across from Kroger on University Avenue right there in Oxford. Go celebrate the win by getting one of their daily lunch specials or just stop by and get something for the grill. It's the best place in Mississippi to get your meat. Go by, see Greg, tell him we sent you. And while you're here, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and hit that like button if you're on Spotify and leave a rating and a review. Also, follow me on Twitter at Michael Borky. Uh, Very creative. I am well aware. And uh, yeah, so let's dive right in. Ole Miss dominates Mississippi State last night. It's a 20-point win in the game. Oh, excuse me, 18-point win for Ole Miss. 64-46, to Ole Miss now jumps to 7-6 and and 2-4 and in the SEC. Mississippi State fell to 9-6 and and 4-3 and in the SEC. And uh, Ole Miss right now, I say right now, they're like 11-5 and in the last 16 against Mississippi State, something like that. Um, in basketball, lately, in recent history, which really is the only thing that matters, uh, Ole Miss flat out owns Mississippi State. I mean, Andy Kennedy, the back end of his time at Ole Miss, he owned Mississippi State, and now Kermit Davis flat out owns Mississippi State. It is a dominant series right now in favor of Ole Miss. Uh, They've just owned this rivalry. And People were making the joke last night, and it's not really a joke. I I think there's a lot of truth behind it. Kermit Davis appears to be especially motivated to beat Mississippi State. And I've always heard, I don't even know if this is true or not, but I I believe it to be true based on how common uh, people talk about it, uh, is that Kermit Davis was prepared to accept the job at Mississippi State when they hired Rick Ray. That there was kind of like a bait and switch at the end, uh, was not ultimately given the job that at least this is how I've been told, uh, that he thought he was going to get, didn't get it, and now he's kind of out for revenge. And the way his teams play against Mississippi State tells me that there might be some truth behind that. His best coach games, I swear, have come against Mississippi State all the time. His alma mater, he flat out owns them, and he owns Ben Halland. And you have Mississippi State fans today claiming or clamoring to fire him. I mean, that's the kind of state of their program right now. Um, they're not even the most popular basketball program on their campus. A listener, a Mississippi State fan, uh, pointed out to me yesterday that uh, Mississippi State had a top 20 team at one point and couldn't get anybody to show up to games. Nobody really gave a crap. 
they were all just either focused on the women's team or just couldn't care less. It's a fan base that, for whatever reason, is completely just checked out of basketball, and they they want Ben Howland to be fired. They, they are not satisfied with the results. And it's got to be frustrating because it feels like, in terms of Mississippi State, that so often they get right on the cusp of getting a win that will get everybody bought back in, and they always lose that game. It's cra- I mean, this season's a perfect example of that. They get everybody kind of interested again and thinking, hey, you know, maybe this team's pretty good, and then they'll go lose a game they shouldn't and fall right back down. It's, um, it's an interesting situation, but I put this on Twitter last night, and um, I, I truly, I believe it. I mean, maybe they do make a move. Uh, I don't know. John Cohen did not hire Ben Howland. Uh, this is not his basketball coach, so maybe he's incentivized to go find somebody else, but I think it is crazy, absolutely crazy, to consider firing a not bad basketball coach. Mississippi State maybe has underachieved relative to their recruiting, but they haven't been bad under Ben Howland. They've had a respectable program, relatively speaking. Now they go to the tournament and get beat, I think by Liberty in San Jose, like game one, and that was it. But he's not a bad coach. The program is fine. They have somehow avoided the Adidas scandal, which there there were times where he thought maybe they wouldn't. Uh, or at least I thought that uh, maybe they're going to be next. Uh, and somebody actually brought them up in, in one of these files, or in one of the audio recordings. They, they were brought up, but nothing came of it. Um, so they avoided that. They have a respectable program. I don't think that you are firing a basketball coach after COVID took tens of millions of dollars and then some off of your budget. I just don't envision a scenario where right now you're paying a basketball coach's buyout when they're still paying Joe Moorhead. I don't see that scenario happening. I could be dead wrong. Maybe Cohen gets a booster that's inspired to pay a basketball buyout. Maybe that's what he's able to do. Um, I, I don't buy it. I think that would be a bad move, honestly, uh, considering, one, how nobody really cares about basketball right now. Two, you're losing a ton of money on basketball because nobody's allowed to show up to games, really. And COVID's taken tens of millions of dollars from your budget. I, I just I don't see that scenario happening, but that's kind of a peek in to the other side of things. You're all Ole Miss fans, but Mississippi State fans want their coach to be fired today. And a lot of that, I think, has to do with the fact that he cannot beat Ole Miss. I mean, he really struggles uh, against Ole Miss. So on the game itself, um, the the most glaring thing last night to me, and it's super obvious. I mean, this is the kind of analysis that I get paid for. This is the Devontae Shuler that, that should be a nightly thing. And if he approached games the way he did last night, He'd be a high-level, like, first-team All-SEC player. The talent is there. Now, I'm not saying he's going to go 8 of 13 from the field every night. He's not going to make 60% of his threes every night. But he was confident and decisive and aggressive and uh, drove to the basket at times. I mean, he made a handful of mistakes, but that's the Devontae Shuler that Ole Miss has needed him to be always. And... Uh, Jarkel Joyner was aggressive yesterday, and he didn't shoot particularly well, but he made key shots in the right moment. But when Ole Miss's guards decide to 
attack the basket and play downhill the way they did last night, it opens things up for everybody else. They're still a bad shooting team. They were 5 of 18 from 3 last night, but when you combine the defense they played last night and the intensity and physicality that they played with last night and pair it with your guards playing confidently and attacking the basket, I mean, that was the difference uh, the other day in their comeback. They came back in that game against Georgia and made it interesting late after getting blown out because specifically Shuler, but the guards started playing confident and aggressive basketball. And that is what they should do on a nightly basis, and they will win more games down the stretch if you get those kind of efforts on a nightly basis from Devontae Shuler. He is that talented to be that productive on a nightly basis. And he just, for whatever reason, hasn't done it. His quotes last night, uh, he mentioned that he's kind of feeling it out and you know, getting into a rhythm where where he's comfortable and maybe that's going to be him moving forward. It can be him. It needs to be him. And if it is, Ole Miss is going to win some more games down the stretch. That is the kind of player that he is supposed to be. And he showed you last night um, that upside that he's got. And they flat out, I mean, they just outplayed Mississippi State last night. Uh, they, they beat them on 50-50 balls. They won the rebounding battle, um, 37-31, to 31, so they out-rebounded Mississippi State by six. Uh, Ole Miss had 10 steals in the game. I mean, they played suffocating defense. They protected the basketball pretty well, only 10 turnovers. Um, Mississippi State only took 10 free throws in the game, so they, they won 50-50 balls. They won the rebounding battle. Uh, they didn't turn the basketball over, which is a, a huge thing. Uh, they disrupted passing lanes and got steals, and the zone defense really worked against Mississippi State. They couldn't beat it. The the physicality, the length that Ole Miss has defensively, I mean, that's what Kermit Davis spent all offseason talking about, that look right there. I said on the radio a couple months ago, at least it feels like it, that Ole Miss physically looks like an NBA team. They've got guys that, that have the length, the physical side of things that look like an NBA team. And they played defensively like that last night. Now, I don't think there's a single NBA player on this roster, if we're being honest. I mean, maybe uh, if um, if Morrell gets better, I know he's kind of struggling this year. I don't really think there's an NBA player on this roster, but they physically look like it. Um, especially Luis Rodriguez. I-, I love his game. It's not flashy at all. Um, I mean, he did go three of six last night shooting. So, and he was three of four in the paint. So he missed two threes and, and he was three of four otherwise. But I love his game. He's physical. He disrupts passing lanes. He, he rebounds well. He's a big guy, plays the wing. I, I really like Luis Rodriguez in his game. But um, that's how that team should defend on a nightly basis. That that right there. Physical, disrupting passing lanes, rebounding, winning 50-50 balls, giving more effort than their opponent. That's how Kermit Davis's teams are going to win, and that's what they did last night. They just don't do it consistently right now, and that's why they're in the hole they're currently in. But if they uh, they played like this on a nightly basis, things would be a little bit different. And of course, they had better depth than Mississippi State. That's uh, the Bulldogs' biggest problem right now, is they really don't have much uh, of a rotation. They really only play seven guys any kind of significant minutes, um, and Ole Miss is the opposite. They had nine. Uh, 
uh, and Sammy Hunter played a few last night. But uh, Ole Miss's depth also killed Mississippi State. They looked a little bit fresher uh, than the Bulldogs uh, last night. And they did it uh, without really uh, much production from from Romello White, who I think is their best player. I mean, he only played 18 minutes. He got into foul trouble early, only two points. If you had told me before the game that Romello White is going to get in foul trouble, play 18 minutes, only score two points, I'd have told you that they were going to get blown out, that they had no shot at all at winning that basketball game, and yet they were able to do uh, just that. So, uh, really important night from that standpoint as well. Um, Dementio Vaughn gave them good minutes. Uh, Hadim C. gave them good minutes uh, in the absence of Romello White. That was really important. Um, I can't stand the offense sometimes. I mean, a lot of times, like K.J. Buffin uh, being out on the perimeter during their some of their offensive sets, um, I, I just it drives me nuts, especially sometimes it feels like they're doing the globetrotter weave. I mean, there's just there's just motion around the perimeter and nothing towards the basket. And you saw last night when they attack the basket um, and do more than just so, so often, I think they get caught in, they'll beat their man and, and start going downhill, take two steps and kick it out. Like they don't even try to get, at times, uh, the center of the forward, whoever's there guarding the paint, to make a decision, either stay at the basket or attack the, uh, the ball handler. And they don't even force them into that kind of decision because they kick it out so quickly. When they attack the basket, it's a different team because Schuler and Joyner and those two guys are just so athletic where they should be forcing other teams into those kind of decisions. And they did it some last night, and it led to a lot of good looks, a lot of scoring. And eight times, Joyner and Schuler uh, took free throws. That I mean, that's a, it's a big deal to me. And I think... Uh, Hopefully, for Ole Miss, uh, you see more of that moving forward. I think that'll be a big deal uh, when it comes to uh, their success down the road. They've got a winnable game against Texas A&M on Saturday uh, at home. Absolutely a winnable game. And then the road gets tougher. you got Arkansas on the road. you got Georgia on the road, a team that you should be better than. And then you host Tennessee. That's a pretty difficult stretch uh, for sure upcoming for Ole Miss. But an encouraging sign last night. After the uh, the season looked like it was going, I mean, down the drain, and everybody was just looking forward to to baseball, maybe just maybe they uh, they got you back in. They grabbed you at least for uh, for another game. So that's my quick thoughts, a quick analysis on the game last night. Uh, the podcast in its regular form will be back on Friday. In the meantime, have a great rest of your week. Uh, Enjoy the win at LB's, and uh, I'll see you again on Friday. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.